Welcome to Bitch Talk Booze Interviews, straight from the heart of San Francisco. This is Aaron. That's Char. Hello. This is a little weird. We're in a different studio. We're in a way different studio, and I'm a little uh, off kilter. So pardon me if I'm cracked out. Um, As I said before we before we started, we're in a quote unquote real radio station <laughs> <laughs> with like these huge booming mics and there's lights on top and I don't know what's happening. High tech equipment. Yeah. Uh, follow us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. Also listen to us every Monday from 530 to 6am on BFF.FM. And without further ado, I'm going to introduce our featured guest because it's the first time she's been actually featured as a guest. It's Dana Keys from Hi. Radio Rehab. Hi. I feel so special. Featured. You are, you are a, special. Oh. In our hearts, you're special. Oh. Um, I have a nerdy background in radio, so that was my first internship was at KFRC locally. And then um, I actually ran a board, if you can believe it, Char, I don't think I've ever told you, uh, a while back at 92.7. I think it was like Energy 92.7 back oh, in the yeah. day. And that so was I, John Peake Station. So I used to do Friday nights uh, running the board for Party Boy Bueller, if anyone ever remembers that name. And uh, it was really um, nerve-wracking. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I love radio. And um, the station that you've been on for, what, the last few three years, three years um, just kind of died. Yeah, K-Fog. K-Fog. It died. It died. Yeah. And um, we just wanted to get you on the show because it was really timely and it was such a classic radio station, not only just in the Bay Area, but like in the whole world. Yeah. So I just wanted to talk to you about K-Fog and the legacy um, that it has and how you're feeling about what has happened in radio in, in general, but also in San Francisco radio, and uh, right. we'll just start bitch talking now. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the show. Here's my bitch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it's like I I feel like when I when I started working here, because uh, that's where we're recording right now, is where K Fog used to be. Yeah. Um, I feel like when I started working in this building, it was like just being in the shadows of giants. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that I was in a studio that Dave Morey was once in, yeah. the fact that I met Rosalie at a lounge, you know, the fact that I got to meet Renee, like, all those people, and then, like, my friend Webster, who I used to be on Alice with, mm-hmm. he was also on KFOG later, and it was just, this has always been, like, it was always my dream station to work for, and it, it's just super heartbreaking that we did such an amazing job, like, we had, I had the greatest crew, like, I loved everybody I work with. And they, they, it's like almost like all the odds were against us and we just kicked ass. Like mm-hmm. the, we kept, like we took the ratings up. Like in the past year, like the ratings completely like doubled and then tripled and we were doing great. And then they killed one of the signals. But then our ratings still kind of came back up a little and like we're still, we never were not having fun. Right. We never were not having the time of our lives, like interviewing bands and going to shows and playing music and just having fun. Yeah. And it was just really devastating when I came in here, you know, what two literally two weeks ago on this day, my boss is like, Yeah, we need to meet in the small conference room. And I was just like, No, yeah, no, 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 don't, no. I don't want to go in there. I, mean, I don't want to go in there. If I don't go in there, no. will that make it not happen? Right. So yeah, and then and then that's when we found out that they were flipping it to a sports station, but it's not like a new sports station. No, it it's is not. NBR, yeah. which is already on an right. AM channel. Right. So they're just simulcasting it. Right. So there's no more alternative music in the Bay Area. Right. Now, because of that. Right. Well, 
Well, yeah, I mean, ish, all, ish. Yeah. It's alt, but. Uh, which was also like a legacy radio station, and then they changed which they the name. They also changed. They just yeah. did that within this year? Right. I, or was it maybe. was it Or last year? I can't I remember. It a, it's going to be two years. In Shut December. up. Yeah. yeah. That's what's crazy because Danica. That was like six months ago. Here. <laughs> yeah, no, it happened right around Christmas time. That's right. Yeah. That's right because Danica of, from Live came over here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. Great. I'm in a time warp. Well, okay. no, I am too. I mean, because it's like Groundhog's Day in radio. Yes. But Danica, <laughs> who used to work at Live, came over here. And, and I remember being like, wow, they fired you at Christmas. Yeah. That's, Merry Christmas. Like, she just got married and then she got fired at Christmas. Cool. And it's like, and then. She came over here, and it's like we're like all one big happy family, and yeah. it was just we we just like everybody here became like such good friends, and it was just like I was in the no name of course who of I also course. used to work with at Alice. Yep. Like he's like my radio brother. Yeah. I wish he was my blood brother. He's like the coolest guy in the world. I yeah. love him. I've uh, I think I told you last night, um, but I've followed No Name since he's he was on what that channel in San Jose. And came that's, on me, yeah, that was a long time. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm really I'm I'm really bummed and and unsure of what he's going to do cuz he's been a little bit bumped around for the last 10 years. Right. Me too. I mean cuz he's got this whole like well he's a Bay Area like vet basically yeah. he's like a legacy DJ in the Ugh, Bay Area. I hate Area. saying that then I feel old. I know. I know, <laughs> right? I know cuz he's not that much older than me yeah, and he's or a me. legacy DJ. Right. Yeah. I got when they moved me to middays in the press release they said a Bay Area vet. I was like, to, about I'm a you? Vet? Yes, <laughs> like, oh, oh my god, I feel old. So, um, because you're the featured guest tonight, um, what's your what's your history in the DJ world? Because our listeners probably don't know that they know you from Radio Rehab. They don't right. know you from radio. So, yeah. do you want to do you want to reach back oh, sure. in history and talk about that? Oh yeah. So I started doing radio, so to speak, when I was like eight years old. I was doing acting. Oh. I know, yeah. I, know. I didn't a, have a DJ show. No wonder why you're a vet. Right. That's Kidding. why I'm a vet. I know. That's why I'm so crusty. Yeah. No, so they, they, uh, I, I was doing acting. I was doing voiceovers and stuff. And my mom, of course, pulled me out of doing TV commercials because she didn't like that world. Mm. And I thank God because I ended up becoming a drug addict. You know, like, right. It's kind of cool that I wasn't famous during the right, period right. where I was doing that stuff. Um, you know, my heart goes out to people who were famous and woke up in somebody's child's bedroom. I'm glad that wasn't me. Right. Yeah. I mean, I could do the child's bedroom thing, but just not be in People Magazine over it. Right. Nobody yeah. Cares. Right. But so I started doing it that and I was always like a member of AFTRA. And um, then like I had gotten sober and I came up to the Bay Area and I went to broadcasting school. And oh, I didn't know that. Like, yeah. And I just I really wanted to be um, I just decided that that's all I can do. That's the only thing I want to do. I love music. I just want to be a DJ. Mm hmm. And um, I went through broad broadcasting school at CSM here in San Mateo. Yes. And then I was on KCSM because I love yes. jazz. So do I. Yeah. We were just talking about that last night. Yes. yes yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. And I loved it. And then when it came time for them to make me full time, the program director went, you know, I get your love of jazz, but your voice is so active rock. And that was the first time anybody had said that to me. I was like, what does that mean? Right. Like, I can't even name one fucking Godsmack song. And right. you're telling me that's what my voice is. <laughs> right. you know, like, yeah. But I get it. It kind of is. But so um, I went for my first job at Clear Channel in San Jose, which is what used to be KOME, where No Name was. Got it. So that was KSJO, KFOX, and Channel 1049 was the baby station that was just starting out. That was okay. the alternative station there. And um, I started out just board hopping overnight, but then they started using my voice for everything. 
And then I got a jock shift on Channel 104.9. And then I did an afternoon show on KSJO with Zach Tyler. And then um, I went over to Alice. Yeah. And after Alice, I took some time off to get sober again. And Yeah, which Mm -hmm. I needed to do. Right. And started my radio rehab podcast to chronicle the sobriety. Right. And then uh, three years ago, I came to KFOG. So coming to KFOG after all of those other uh, radio stations, were you like, this is it? This oh, is God, like- I wanted to die here. Yeah. Okay. I was like, this I, This is it. Okay. Especially when they made me middays. I was like, what, what's left? Like, right. unless they want to make me the music director too, that'd be awesome. Or afternoon drive if no name retires comfortably. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, th- this was like my, and this was, I felt like my end game. Like, I felt like I had everything I wanted in life, which is why it's so devastating. Because now it feels like, you know, having to start over. Yeah. And I guess another question I have, too, is like when radio dies, mm-hmm. like right. like a station like KFOG, like what happens? They pull you, like you said, they pull you into a room and then what? Um, they pull you into a room because it's so like, weird. So weird. <laughs> it's so weird. And the guy, you know, our boss, our general general manager, Doug, is like the nicest guy in the world. And he's a radio guy. And he came from the programming side of the world. So when this information was given to him it's basically he has to go break people's hearts and he doesn't want to do that right you know and and i don't know even how he feels about the decision we didn't talk about that it's just it's sad right it's sad for everybody you know it might be good for the sports station i'm not sure but it's it's sad for the music station right and uh yeah and he he had to sit there and tell us and i mean he had to sit there and look at us while some of us cried and um like luckily my boss kind of talk to us beforehand Mm, mm -hmm. so that we knew so we wouldn't walk in there blindsided and just break down but still it it was still really really tough it was Mm -hmm. like yeah so this thing that we're doing is no longer uh one minor thing though the way that kfog ended for this group of programming jocks is a lot different than what would normally happen right because normally normally you walk in you know like what uh dana was just describing where they said hey we got to meet a little bit earlier before your shift or whatever, they told everybody, oh, you, there's a, a, a mandatory meeting. When you hear mandatory meeting that, like, they surprise you with the day of, mm. you, you're thinking you're going to walk in and then you're... You're going to be ambushed. You're going to walk out of the door. and Right. Like, with it, your last check. <laughs> exactly. Most of the time you come in, they tell you it's flipped, and it's flipped, and you're done. You don't get to say goodbye. You don't get to... You know, it doesn't linger. It does. It's nothing. It's just. It's it, the bandaid is ripped off. Why do they do that? Because it just seems like that was that's the radio thing to do, and it's yeah. fucking shocking. I think I mean, as a listener, you're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, I think. Well, I think one one of the things is they know that DJs are crazy in general. I bet what are you, in what? history, <laughs> histo- well, yeah. what? historically, there was probably many people who they said, hey, today's your last day, but finish your shift. And then the guy went on air and went, fuck shit, fuck shit. <laughs> I hate these people. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, right. I mean like, that literally, right there was a million dollars worth of violations. Right. I mean, like, I know, yes, I know. I forgot about that. <laughs> Oops. Actually, the, the person that... The person that Dana and when Dana and I met at Alice, I was going to say, you guys should tell your origin yeah. story, too, because that's how this is when why I, we're here. Basically, when Dana and I met at Alice, um, she auditioned with another for with a co-host for like that. We were going to try to develop some kind of show. Mm-hmm. Weren't really like it was early stages. We didn't know what was there, but we were looking for hosts for, you know, quote unquote, you know, unnamed pilot. And that guy 
Oh, yeah. He, uh... I, I, don't, I completely forgot about I don't even know if I can... Uh-huh. I don't know if... Uh, Probably don't no. Don't say his name. No, I won't, don't no, do no, it. No, don't I, say I won't name. say his name, but I will they just will say, not be mentioned. I will just say He was that, personally fired by Howard Stern. And, and, and on top of that, when he... When they fired... When he was fired, not from... Not by Howard oh. Stern, but by... But when he was fired, he went into a DJ booth and pissed all over the console. <laughs> yeah. Are you talking... I'm not going to name a name... But is it someone that was a part of his crew no, in no, the no, studio? No, no, no. Oh, he oh. was the night jock on when Stern was on mornings. Oh, okay. And he like talked shit about Howard one night. He was just being his crazy wacky self. Oh. And he said it was like Joey Ramone's birthday or something. And he says, yeah, you know what Joey Ramone and Howard have in common? The ugly gene. Okay. Which I totally disagree with. Right. But, I mean, but still, he said that. And then some listeners on the Jersey Turnpike that morning, like you know, as right. as they are, yeah, called in and were like, uh, "Oh, hey, you're gonna let that night guy talk to you like that?" And Howard was like, "What?" Because he doesn't listen Holy, to the night guy, right? Of course. right. And then he lost. He goes, "Hey, who do you guys want on the station? Me or him? If it's me, then fire him." Wow. And that, of course, is what happened five seconds. You, he, actually, now what that I think fuck? about it, now, wow. now that I think about it, this guy was actually instrumental in. Giving No Name a job. Yes. Because uh, hmm. No Name was a phone op at this station, and they fired him, and he went- and they just threw No Name on board, yeah, yeah, on the, they, they, on the they mic. They fired him, he looked at No Name and went, um, yeah, the, this is probably your opportunity to, to start jockeying, and he walked out of the building. <laughs> it's, it's something like that. I'm not. That's not exactly what happened, but it's something along those lines, and that's how No Name went, well, all right, and jumped on the air. And of course, it was natural and it was meant to be. But then how did that happen? Wait, how did that, the domino effect from that to you coming that in? That guy, they they brought that guy in because nobody was friends with him. Like, no oh. one knows him still. He oh, goes, oh. I know the guy for a kick-ass show. Because at this point, the guy was, you know, he, he was a little less insane. This is like 15 years mer- yeah. removed from that those incidents. Okay. okay. And, right. And they put us together, but I think the cor- our corporate company couldn't, it wouldn't insure him. Yeah. They basically we we gave a reputation. Yes. So okay, so to to make things more or less confusing, (laughs) Dana You need to draw a tree. So Dana (laughs) what happened was there This will be an animated podcast. Awesome. I was a I was a co producer with Maddie Stout at Alice. Yes. And um we were uh, looking or thinking about developing a new radio show. Maybe afternoon drive, maybe another morning okay. show or, okay. or something. Mm-hmm. We like I was an intern. Oh, I'm not really. I was, I was. I had just graduated from intern to being, you know, co assistant right. producer. Yeah. So I was just there for the ride. Right. So I didn't really. I wasn't part of those conversations at that time. But I helped. But I was helping Maddie like recruit and produce okay. talent. So, but then we didn't want anybody to know that we were developing this show. Oh. So we auditioned to people. On Saturday nights at like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. so, right, I had to like, I was like, do I need to tell my current boss that I'm going to be on air on another station, right? Or will he even hear it? Because it's like it's going to be one. Yeah, in the it was morning. like midnight or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so um, I think it was actually ten o'clock at night. Yeah, it was like ten to one. We did like a two hour show or a three hour show or something like that. And uh, so Maddie brought me in to help with like phone screening and just kind of help produce it. And Maddie kind of coached them. And we did that for like maybe three or four weeks. And one of the weekends that we auditioned to people happened to be Dana 
and this other guy. And um, that was the first time I met Dana. And then I didn't know who she was. I didn't, and the funny thing is I was just thinking about that night because after we – it was a Saturday night. No name comes over because he knows uh, he knows the co-host. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were all – Wearing here. a Mexican wrestling mask, I might add. And we were no all, name was? Yeah, and oh. screamed into the mic. It was the funniest thing. It was so funny. I'm like, oh, my God. This guy's hilarious. <laughs> but we were but we were all young and partying. Yes. They were still partying at that point. Yeah. And we went up the street crowbar. to the crowbar. Big oh. shout out to the crowbar. Oh. And, uh, yeah, rest in peace. Another sad thing. And, I mean, and we, <laughs> I welcome know. to San Francisco. Everything closes. But yeah. We, FYI. We were there. We hung out. And then we, like, we basically closed the place down. And Maddie was like heightened, like still wanted to keep going. I was still living far away. Yeah. So I was just like, I got to go. See you later. I didn't know that Dana and Maddie didn't know each other. And so as we're like on the steps of the CBS building and I'm like, I got to go. Bye. I got to go home. I don't want to get in trouble. I got to drive. Like, don't leave me. And then I'm looking at Dana thinking I'm like, oh, I'm going to leave these two friends together. The only two people left are Maddie and and, and Dana. Not awkward. Not awkward at all. and, And Dana, like, I didn't. It was years later that Dana was just like, didn't you read my face? (laughs) Yeah. Of course, because now she calls me poker face because my face is like so obvious. I'm like, you didn't see the facial expressions that was made. She didn't know you that well. She didn't know me. She just thought I made weird faces for no reason. But that was was 16 years ago. And the two of us are, you know, thick as thieves and I could read her like like a book. But that was how that. How, that was the start of our friendship. Cute. Yes. So cute. I am. Let's fast forward to Radio Rehab and also uh, working together at KFOG. How did how did that all come about? Well, it's, what, what's funny is we actually never really worked together at KFOG because... Oh, that's true. Well, because, that's true. And I mean, I mean, she was on morning. We did. Right. Once she got here, I wasn't actively involved in KFOG. I was more of a fill-in... Um, oh, I th- okay. I was more of a what is it? Um, a utility person, right? For KFOG, and you're for the cum- contractor for for, cum- for cumulus, right? Um, because so so what happened was well, with KFOG, um, when they did the big flip of music, oh, yeah. back in mm-hmm. 2016, mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because No Name and I were talking and we were like, KFOG needs DJs, right? Because they got rid of all of their DJs right. and they're they're skewing towards alternative. Mm-hmm. And we're like, let's pitch Dana. And so the two of us were like actively pitching Dana to the KFOG PD. But that just, it just never materialized because he just never really hired anybody new. <laughs> yeah, and, there was no jocks on the station yeah. besides mm-hmm. Dana. Right. And, and he was the only one. There was uh, one leftover part-time jock from the old time. His name was Rockwell. They put uh-huh. him on middays. Oh, right. Um, they brought me in to produce. They brought me in to produce with uh, with Matt Pinfield, and then they they hired Alicia Tyler. Right, and so that was pretty much it. It was music. It, it was uh, Matt Pinfield in the morning, or Matt Pinfield and Alicia in the morning. Rockwell middays, no name in the afternoon drive, right. and then it went on autopilot until the next day. Got it. Uh, and then everything kind of blew up from there. Um, Matt Pinfield left and then the 
current PD. You left. mean it literally blew up? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think what she's talking about. Yeah, I remember is this. I remember explosion. this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so I blacked. I, I feel like I blacked that out yeah, for a minute because well, yeah. it was a fucking mess. Well, Anyways, yeah. it was yeah. So he left. Uh, they moved. Uh, oh, Alicia did mornings for a little bit. Yeah, I remember to, that. Yeah, to middays. But while that was happening, they got rid of the old P, the fir- that first PD of, of that time. Yeah, and then they brought another guy in. But within all of that, they that's when they had hired Data. Okay. And I was still involved with KFOG. Right. But I wasn't involved in KFOG daily and right. regularly. Right. And so that was kind of, and then so what happened was I would help produce for like outside lands mm-hmm. or if no name needed help or if Data, you know, like in, you know, stuff that Dana did for the, for the radio station. And if they needed a coordinator for anything, that was kind of my deal. So that's kind of the whole KFOG situation. But actually, Radio Rehab was years before that. Right. And we had... It was when I wasn't quite ready to put down the pipe, but I had the idea. And then, like, I'd put down the pipe, but then not start drinking, you know, and then... I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, when it, when, when it first came into fruition, like, I wanted to get sober at that point. Like, I knew that, you know, I knew how it was going to end. And um, I, well, I didn't actually know that I would drink myself into cirrhosis of the liver, which is what I ended up doing. Right. But at that point, I knew how it was going to end. I wanted to get sober. I wanted something to live for. And I just didn't have anything to live for at that point. Mm. So I was like, let me, I want to do a radio thing. Like, let's let's do a, a show. And then remember how long it, it took us so long because we couldn't decide between radio rehab and rehab radio. That was so. Every well, day it was like, well, it's the I name. Don't know. You gotta have a. You gotta have right, that you name. Do. You do. Yeah. It was well. There was so much that came into it. Like she came. Like this also was. You have to remember. Like Dana. Yeah, Dana. Like blacked out to the world for mm-hmm. like three years. Oh, I was dead. Like the, yeah, the, I think there was like a Facebook. Have you seen her page? Yeah, Are like yeah, that my friends actually started, which I, makes me feel really bad. I but. called. I, Were you not on radio during that time? No, oh. no, 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 no. Yeah. I went dark. When okay. she, I went you way were, you dark. were off. Yeah. There, there okay. was a point where I would text her mom and I'd be like, have we heard from her? And she'd oh. be like, I hear from her. And then I don't. And I got to get used to it. That that's just the way the thing, that's the way oh. his life is. Yeah. And that's kind of how I was because I, I, there, it was, it was literally one day she called me up and said, I'm going to call you back in 10 minutes. <laughs> and then I didn't hear from her for three years. And I had given up. It I, felt like 10 minutes to me. Time warp again. 15, maybe right. 30, maybe 20. It, I don't remember. Yeah. It literally <laughs> was, it was, it was, <clears throat> I tried calling her. I tried, I, I like, I would find her new number and then get that number and then get a new, and I'm like, oh, that's where she is. And then that number, like, you try the next day and it's dead. Like, there was like, it was three years. It was, well, I take that back. It was about two years of trying to contact her and then just going, I'm never going to talk to this person again. That's it. And then not expecting it, like, around my birthday. So that was like around, like, around this month. Mm-hmm. Like, all of a sudden I got, uh, Hey, happy birthday! <laughs> like, nothing ever like what in the actual fuck? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should have been like, I'm still fucking waiting for you. It's been three years. Right. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. But um, well, and then she, you know, she told me that she'd gone through, you know, like this phase of, you know, like 
and she's better and all of this stuff. And then we had talked about doing more stuff together. We got caught up. We were like on the phone for like four hours, you know, trying to catch up on life. And then um, we talked about doing this podcast. At the time, we didn't know it was a good podcast. I was working on online radio. We tried to turn it into a radio show. But at the time, I didn't know that she was ready. She she wasn't ready. Hmm. And it was and I was very cautious, too, because I would I was like, I'm not going to put anything on the air. Let's try to develop it. And we spent like and you weren't even you were living in San, San Bruno. Bruno. Yeah. And so Ooh, I'm sorry. And, and, and wasn't really working. And I was raccoons ha- there. I was having her. I was having sure. her drive out here every other day or once a week. And I didn't know that it was like causing grief of her coming out here to you know produce like trying to do this show but i was like i'm not gonna do a show if you're not ready yeah and come to find out she wasn't quite ready. yeah it takes what it takes as they say yeah well then, but yeah then when i ended up being ready four years ago like we basically because on september 17th i'll have four years sober oh so congratulations and then the show is just like a month older than that. Or two okay. months. Oh, really? Two I mean, months. younger. Two months younger than that is what I meant to say. Yeah, okay. she got so November. Yeah, like around Thanksgiving is, is Radio Rehab's birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that's a pretty quick turnaround after getting sober. Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, my whole thing was I want addicts to, to know that they're not alone because I lived through shit. I should be dead so many times over. And I just want other addicts to know that, like, look, I'm going to go through some really heavy shit. And I'm going to talk about it. And so you're going to know you're not alone, you know, and I'm going to try to stay sober to show you that you can do that, too. You know, and I mean, the whole time I'm just praying and keeping my fingers crossed that I can stay sober. Right. And, um, you know, it's like it gets easier by the year. You know, life throws shit at you. And there's still like just I've just had such a history of addiction that there's still times when I'm like, wait, am I going to be sober? Like, do I want to just throw my no, you know, and then I go back to to like the right way of thinking, but it, it takes work and like, it's a lot of effort. And that's why I feel like I have to share my story with everybody. So like it, it was, it was kind of like, and I'm not trying to be cheesy or anything, but radio saved your life. Yeah. In a weird Somewhat, way. Yeah. I mean, that was your focus. That, yeah, that's what I focused on. Cause you know, I mean, when I first started, when I first started doing the radio, uh, when I first started doing the show, it's like, I didn't have, I didn't have money or a career or anything. And I was driving for Uber and that, Sucked my will to fucking live. I mean, I drove for Lyft. Yeah, it was. It's oh like, my god! Hey, you know, props to those guys and gals doing it. Major but it props is, to those people who can do it. I, and I'd be it driving. Is rough. Oh, it's rough. I mean, I had some shit happen. It's just. Oh, and, and then people are like, you should be on radio. You've got a voice for it. I'm like. Ah. Right. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Let me drive. Yes, exactly. I know what I should be doing. I know. I know. And, and then it's like when it finally came back around, I, I also felt like I kind of had an amends to make to radio, mm. you know, in a way. I, I needed to show up on time daily for a job and be sober and coherent. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's what I spent the past four years doing. So, so. then what is, you know, news like KFOG? Dying due to someone like you. It's like I have to, you know, and I mean, that's one thing about being in recovery is we, you know, everything changes. We don't like change. Right. You know, we don't, we get comfortable and we just want to stay there. And this is really going to push me out of my comfort zone. Okay. And it's going to make me have to sell myself, which are things I don't like at all. 
But I have a feeling a year from now, I'll look back on it and be like, thank God that happened. Not thank God K-Fog went away, but thank God something happened to make me get out of my comfort zone and Mm -hmm. try something else. Cool. Like being on Bitch Talk. Right. Yeah. Like being on (laughs) Bitch Talk. Totally. Kidding. Not. Um, So here we are. We'll look at, look, we'll listen to this and look back on this in a year. What are you planning for your future? What are you thinking well, I'm going to definitely still focus on radio rehab. I'm definitely going to still radio, do radio rehab. And now I have some extra time to do it, um, you know, because because K-Fog died. So yeah. it's which is depressing. But then I'm also going to put together like an entire SoundCloud page. That's what I'm working on. Like one thing really difficult about radio is when you want to get another gig in radio, you have to go into a logger system and dig through music to find the times you talk. Right. And you don't know yes. when you said something cool or not. Right. So it's like, yeah, I've got to go through all that stuff, find my talk breaks and then find it and then make it into an air check that sounds good. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's that'll, a pain. that's going to take a minute. That's going to take a, that is going to take a minute. That's okay. for sure. So that's what I'm going to be working on and just putting my stuff together. And then I'm going to send it out and just hope to God I get to stay in California. Us too. Yeah. But I know you were talking about somewhere else last night. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to. I know. I'm I not, know. I was like, I'm not going to say New Orleans to I know. her. And she's like, not going to be like, well, no, don't go. I'm not going to tell you no. Right. <laughs> but I do want you to stay selfish. I do so. too. I yeah. do too. Like this has been, this has been like the greatest three years of my life. Oh. I've had so much fun. I mean, you ended on a high note. Yeah. We at ended K-Fog. Up, we really did. And we got to send the station off the way it deserved to be sent off. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it maybe, and maybe we'll be talking about, we'll see what happens because we had some plans last night, but I had been drinking, so it doesn't, you know, who knows. Right. But, um, Char's like, I don't remember either. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, what can K-Fog listeners do with themselves now? <laughs> like, I know. I mean, if they came they to you. listen to Radio Rehab, but it's like, I'm not, I can't play music because right. licensing. <laughs> no, right. We were like, talking about that shit. last night. Yeah. It's like you have all these people who are dedicated to the station and it's like, now what? They're just, yeah, they're all gone. All right. Well, it's I'm just, sorry, guys. I know. <laughs> I was trying sorry. to end on like a. We actually had an idea that we were talking about doing about a, a different show. Uh, Oh, a but, music show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, since we do have some time, and that actually might make us seem, you know, or, you know, make Dana seem active, you know what I mean, If mm-hmm. in, in the music world, mm-hmm. if we if we did this. It, obviously, everything is so fresh right now that we don't actually have time to I know. sit down yeah. and go, hey, let's map this whole life course out. But right. there's some stuff out there that, you know, we, that, so I guess the real answer is, and I think that I think that stays true for everybody that you fought, that you liked on K Fog. you know, just follow all of them on social media because right. they're gonna all pop up somewhere. Right. It's just yeah. it's just gonna take some time for the dust to settle. I hope so. I yeah. and I hope everyone stays in the Bay Area, but it's hard. I know. It's really hard with radio here. It really is. It's, it's hard it's hard in general. I mean it's there's it's the jobs aren't open there aren't like like just what happened it's like job uh, a job didn't vacate and it's got to be filled it's Jobs just gone are disappearing right right well in the meantime where can people find you people can find me on instagram at radio rehab dana and then uh, my podcast radio rehab with dana keys and I just found out I'm going to be doing part-time on 1077 The Bone. So cool. you can hear that online at 1077thebone.com 
or uh, if you're in the Bay Area, just on 107.7, <laughs> hence the name. Right. And uh, that's going to be on weekends to start, and who knows where it's going to go. But um, I'm happy to be over there. It's literally, like, in the room next to KFOG. Right. Uh which makes me happy for now. When they clear all of the stuff out of the K-Fog studio and I have to come in here and see it, that's going to break my heart all over again. But I'll deal with it. All right. As long Can as you I just stay take sober. It? <laughs> Can you just take it? I would like to just take that whole route. I know. I would like, like, do you guys need this board? I haven't even right. been in these there mics? yet since it's... Right. Huh? I haven't even been in there since it's... Go ahead. Go look. There I, might be something you want. I'm sure there is. I'll probably go, oh, hey, this is mine. <laughs> right. Actually, I think there are headphones in there that belong to you, to be honest. Well, I, Dana, we'll probably see you soon. Um, yes, it's definitely. kind of going to be a crazy fall, as you know, with like interviews and academy season. And so hopefully we'll be doing some interviews together. Oh, yeah. Little Valley Film Festival. That. So there's a lot of stuff coming up. So I know you won't be gone. Oh, no. Awesome. And, um, yeah. And like, I'll, I'll be around. Yeah. yeah. She had, and she's one of, she's actually the luckiest one in the fact that she gets to still, you know, do stuff in this building. Yeah. yeah, her key card still works. That's right, my key card still works. <laughs> See, that's, that's still the, here. That's the the, the famous uh, the famous line from any any radio jock. My key card still Does works. Does my key card still work? Yeah, I know. Yeah, and and like as far as as the crew, uh, you know, like No Name and Danica and Alicia and Arthur and Jason, like I, I'm sure they're all going to end up. Doing something awesome, too. I just hope that, you know, at some point we can all be together. Yeah. In some capacity. We'll we'll hope for that. Yeah. Dana, thanks so much for being on Bitch Talk. Thank you for having me on Bitch Talk. (laughs) That was uh, Dana Keys, the famous DJ personality of the Bay Area. (laughs) Uh, And also uh, creator of Radio Rehab and the voice of Radio Rehab. I'm so happy she was on the show. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, KFOG. Dying. Um, it was. It's been around since, or it was around since 1969, I believe. Sure. Yeah, the call letters. Yes. Yes. The, uh, 2019. The flip on the, on programming. the programming where it became the K Fog that we know, world class rock. The yeah. PlayStation. Yeah. Was 1982. It's sad. Anyways, I'm so happy that Dana was on the show, and obviously we'll have her on again. And thanks to Shar for setting this up, and thanks to Shar for like getting us into a quote-unquote real radio I had nothing to studio. do with it. I was wondering if my key card would still work, too. So. Well, <laughs> we won't tell anyone what happened, but we are in here. So. We are um, in here. I, I, so it's, it's good to say that I still get to do stuff with, uh, with Cumulus. Yes. I, all your buddies, really. All, all my buddies are here. Yeah. Some of them have left. Right. Uh, we'll see what we can do about that. Right. So uh, in the meantime, don't forget to follow us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. We're on BFF.FM every Monday morning from 5.30 to 6. We are powered by GoTo Productions. Bitch, please.